Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, longtime astrologer, psychic, and healer, Jill Jardine. In today's episode, I'm excited to introduce you to my guest, Terry Nicholas, a certified financial planner and certified money coach, and she helps people build wealth. You're not going to want to miss this, so stay tuned. Hey listeners, big announcement, Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine is now a radio show as well as a podcast broadcast live on Monday nights at 8 p.m. East Coast time on WATD 95.9 FM broadcasting in Boston South Shore and streaming live to you around the world on 959WATD.com. So tune in on Monday nights at 8 p.m. East Coast time guess what? We can interact. You can call in and we can do mini readings. The phone number in the studio, 781-837-4900 on Monday nights at eight. So tune in. Welcome to the episode on wealth consciousness. I'm excited to introduce my guest to you, listeners, Terry Nicholas. For nearly 20 years, Terry has been a certified financial planner and certified money coach. She helps people build wealth. Her distinctive coaching system blends the spirituality of money coaching with traditional financial planning. Her process empowers clients to shift their money mindset by identifying their subconscious money beliefs and then inspiring them with new habits to transform their outcome. Terry has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Herself 360 Magazine, Money Coaching Magazine, Forbes Magazine, Financial Planning, and more. She is a sought-out speaker serving as a subject matter expert for many podcasts, spiritual centers, and divorce mediators. Welcome, Terry. We're so happy to have you here on Cosmic Scene. Well, thank you, Jill, and I'm delighted to be here. That is quite the resume. <laughs> uh, you are the money coach. Um, do you want to tell a little bit, my listeners, what you do for people? If somebody was interested in working with you, and I'm going to share your contact information in, in a little bit, but if somebody was like, well, what, did, what can Terry do for me? That's a great question, Jill. I get asked that all the time. Everybody is different, and everyone's needs are distinctive and unique. But what I do for them, the most important thing, I believe, is help them uncover those limiting money beliefs that are like buried in the back of their mind. They're not even aware of them. And they're creating habits that are holding them back from enjoying abundance and wealth. Yes, I, listeners, I've worked with Carrie myself, and we have taught a workshop together with phenomenal results. So can you elucidate on that a little bit uh, as far as what might be some beliefs that somebody might have that's blocking them? Sure. What I'd like to do, Jill, is I can share the blocks and I can also share um, the difference of a person who doesn't have those blocks, if you'd like. That'd be great. Okay. So a person with blocks, a lot of times they think that they're not good with money. And in the back of their mind, they're constantly telling themselves, oh, I'm not good with money. So what happens? They have very poor results, right? Right. 
the flip of that is a person who's very comfortable around money. Yes. And I've been studying this for many, many years. What makes a person successful? Why are some people at ease with money and others are constantly struggling? So my best example that I love to share is my grandmother. My father's mother was, she could have been a wizard with money. She never even had as much as a grade school education, but she had a gift. Wow. And even through the Great Depression, she had absolutely no fear that she, w- she and my grandfather would always be able to provide more than enough. And as a result, she was very generous. She helped many people who were starving and never worried that her table would not be sufficient to feed her family. Wow. What and an example. It was a wonderful example, and I really believe that it was a combination of faith. Yes. But also action. She knew what she could do, even though both she and my grandfather were as blue-collar as it comes. Neither one of them were like, you know, doctors or anything. But they really believed that with their hard work and their positive thought, that they would be able to put on the table more than enough. In in an Italian family, if you're not eating, then you're not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And it also sounds like not only did she have an abundant mindset, but the the whole giving to others is, is a key part of that. It absolutely is because money is an energy and you have to keep it in flow. So if you're constantly holding on to it because of fear, yes, then you're not creating. Right, and you're blocking the flow of Absolutely. energy. It's like damming up the uh, the water. You're, you're damming it up. The pipes aren't flowing. Absolutely, and then what happens is that becomes your reality. Yeah, so, um, you know, my listeners are probably very intrigued now because not only do you have, like, traditional background of being a financial planner, but the money coach piece, which you're sharing a bit of how you work with that, is really um, a nut that a lot of people need to crack. To Absolutely. Re- so how do you tend to blend your traditional and the coaching piece? Well, what I do is I start with the money coaching because that's like the diagnosis. It's like right. if you weren't feeling well and you went to the doctor and he said, here, take these little blue pills, but he didn't examine you, you would probably not get great results because those little blue pills might not be the right prescription for you. Right. So what I do is I identify where your blocks are, help you create new habits that are going to serve you, and then once we have that, then we incorporate traditional planning of budgeting, planning, um, and all the rest of it that goes along with it. You know, this is a pioneering way of dealing with money, and I'm so happy that you're explaining this to my listeners because a lot of people haven't thought outside of the box. They'll either do one piece like, oh, I'm going to do coaching, maybe not necessarily wealth coaching, and then they try to sort out their finances. But with your system and what you have to offer, they get both. And so for my listeners who want to get in touch with Terry Nicholas, here are her contact informations. Email is T the initial T as in Terry, Nicholas, N as in Nancy, I, C as in Candy, K as in Kate, L, A, S, T, Nicholas at wealthcoachforwomen.net. By the way, all of this contact will be in the show notes. Website is HTPS slash slash wealthcoachforwomen.net. Again, you'll see the specifics in the show notes. Terry also is offer, offering my listeners a freebie, an ebook, Your Money and Life 
playbook available on her website, wealthcoachforwomen.net slash the money life playbook. So check that out. And Terry's also involved in a meetup, meetup.com, three groups by Wealth Coach for Women. So if you'd like to participate, check that out. That's all on her website, wealthcoachforwomen.net. Hello, listeners. I'm back today in our episode on money consciousness with certified money coach, Terry Nicholas. And Terry, I'm fascinated by your work. And I know you are so effective in what you do. How did you get started in your field? Well, I, over the years, like growing up, I observed a lot of women. And one of the things that always disturbed me was it seemed like in the household, the man handled all the money. And if there was a problem in the relationship, and I saw this in my own family, women stayed where they were because they were so fearful that they were not going to be able to support themselves or continue their lifestyle because they didn't understand how money worked or what it took to run a household. Um, I had an aunt, my mother's sister, who was in a very, very difficult situation. Mm. And she decided to get a divorce. I was a little kid, and that was like, you never heard that word. And I remember my grandmother and other relatives trying to talk her out of it. And mainly because they were so afraid of her finances that they were more afraid of that than her physical safety. Wow. But that was how things were back then. Exactly. And apparently that's something that I carried in the back of my mind. That was like my limiting belief, if you want to call it that. And as I progressed in my career, and these women would just show up. And then I had like a revelation. I said, these are all like pieces of my aunt. Wow. And I felt like I was being called to create something that was going to be aligned in particular for women. I do work with men, but I specialize in helping women, and especially women that are in very difficult situations. Wow, so empowering women financially. And as somebody who has been a therapist and counselor for years, I know it's a big block when people, when women want to leave relationships and divorce because their quality of life may suffer unless they get a very good lawyer. But uh, what a service, what what a um, blessing for them to work with you so that you may empower them and know that financially they're going to be okay. Right. And that's a big p- piece of your work. It's a huge piece of my work, and it's just showing them, giving them the numbers and showing them how they're going to be okay. Right, because a lot of times I know in marriages the men do control the finances and they keep the women in the dark. I mean... My psychic skills have come in handy quite a bit with women who come who want a divorce. I'm like, there's money hitting here and here. By the way, there's an offshore account in the Caymans. And what's the connection to the UK? He has some money in a UK account. And they do their research. They get the forensic accounting going. And lo and behold, there's the hidden funds that they are entitled to being married. So that is such a service that you offer to empower them, as I said. Now, what is your passion and motivation in your work? You kind of discussed it as the working with women. But is it also, I would see, I would think, because I've seen it with you, that you actually see palpable results rather, rather, rather quickly. I do. And when you see that shift in a person, that huge transformation, it's, it's just keeps me going. It's like what puts the gas in the engine. So when I see somebody come to me originally very full of fear, 
and not knowing and they're like that you know deer in the headlights look and that you can break things down make it simple they know when they come to me they're not being judged right that it's really we're just dealing with the facts we're going to take a deep breath we're going to move at the pace that you need to move and we're going to get you the information that you need so you can be empowered with smart money decisions And the other thing that happens as a result of working with Terry is then, because everything is energy, and when you start trying to deal with your financial problems and you start moving the blockages, pretty soon miracles may happen and there may be sources of income or money coming from unexpected means. Or once you start working that energy, as with any kind of coaching or mentoring or spiritual process, then the miracles can happen. And I'm sure you've seen those as well. I have. And I call that the kingpin. I know some people think of a kingpin like a drug lord, but that's not what I mean. A kingpin, and I have it in my book, is an old logging term that when logs would get jammed, when the loggers would move the logs down the river, if they could move the kingpin out of the way, everything would flow. Oh, I love that metaphor. So for me, that's the money blocks. And I see that when I can help them move that money block out of the way, now they have the confidence to go out and look for a better job. Now when they're in that settlement conversation for a divorce, they can ask for what they deserve rather than what they think they need. Right. And just other areas of their life where money is involved that they feel like they can they're they are entitled or they're deserving and they're worthy right so I mean it is a definitely a double-pronged process first of all it's going in and clearing the subconscious blocks and looking in practical ways where where's the money honey how can you access it for you know how can they access it and then I would think that's the next step is really working with your skills as a financial planner once they get the resources that they didn't realize they had exactly so when we come back we'll talk about what should a person considering hiring a financial planner look for Welcome back. My guest today is Terry Nicholas, certified financial planner and certified money coach. Terry, I'm really curious, and my listeners are too, when should a person consider hiring a financial planner? That's a great question, Jill, and I get asked that question all the time. A lot of people think they have to wait till they have a certain amount of money yes. to work with a planner, when actually it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg. If you're at a point in your life where you're trying to build wealth and you're finding it difficult to do on your own that's a clue you need help that's when you want to look for a financial planner to help you with that process and are all financial planners doing the same thing or do they do the same thing with clients um i would say no i think that we all have a certain checklist that we go over if you if you will like a, a certain process but just like anything else we're all different so a lot of financial planners First of all, you want to find out if they're a certified financial planner because that's its own process. Okay. That That's a big distinction. I remember you telling me that one time. You definitely want to work with somebody certified because what's the, what's the deal with a non-certified financial planner? Well, there's a lot of people in the industry that just refer to themselves as a financial planner and they've never really had training in creating a financial plan. So wow. they'll use that as a 
because it's a common term, people yes. understand it. So they use that as a term when somebody is looking for insurance or looking for investment help. But that's not a plan. Okay. That's a product that's you're buying. That's not a plan. A plan is a process. What kind of things would you include in somebody's financial plan? Well, there's usually about six things that in general, and then I customize because some people need more than that. So you look at insurance, which is risk management. You look at investments. You look at goals. What is it that they want to do one, three, five, ten, twenty years from now? Um, you look at their estate plan, and you also want to look if they're a business owner, like what are the plans around the business? Yeah, so that's quite a bit. I mean, people don't realize how comprehensive mm-hmm the financial planning is and how they might need that assistance in their life. Right. Um, so we're going to go to a whole nother subject here around money. And you're someone who can answer this. Is money spiritual? Absolutely. Tell my listeners what, what your thoughts are on that. Well, money is an energy. Okay. And we need to keep that energy in flow. But what that means, it doesn't mean that when the money comes to you that you let all of it go. You have to have a balance between keeping it in process, keeping it moving, and reserves so that you always have that amount of money in reserve for an emergency, like right now, for example. Right. I mean, the things that are going on right now, as we all know, are unprecedented. And if you didn't have a plan and have some sort of emergency backup system, you're in deep trouble. Right. Working as a therapist for many years, I realized that what money represents for people quite simply, is security. Mm -hmm. And there are individuals who can have that inner sense of security without stashes of cash. But for most people, especially in our Western society, it is a crucial element for security emotionally and otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing I wanted to ask you, we're talking a little bit about these precarious economic times, What do you feel is going to be happening in the second half of 2020 and forward? What, I mean, just psychically, I know we're, we're kind of stepping aside the, the financial planning, but I know that you have some very good intuition around this as well. Well, I think that this is something that I've been recommending to people. Take a really good look at your finances right now. Where are you spending money? Because we can't spend money in a lot of the normal areas. Right. So take a look at all of that and make decisions around what was essential to your quality of life and what isn't. Okay. So now once you have that figured out, as we move forward into the second half of the year, you can make some wise choices. You can realize what was really important to you. You can go within and say, I really miss X and X cost whatever it costs. So now when you go forward thinking about how you're going to, what your needs are, what your wants are, you can get a very clear picture if you take this time to go within and really analyze where you're spending, where you're not spending that you miss, and what are the things that are really, really important to you that you're missing out on right now, and what does that cost? That is great advice, Terry. I've been thinking about this myself. I'm like, what is it that I really value. And with many things disappearing for the two months, three months of sequester with the coronavirus, I, I kind of came up with the list. I missed my acupuncture like crazy, but that was a form of health and healing. Mm-hmm. And uh, like most people, I missed my hair appointments as well as yoga. So these are 
all feel good things, but they're also health related. And that's your mental health. Right. And your mental health is very closely connected to your wealth. Oh, really? Do you sure. want to, do you want to explain that? Well, everything works together. I mean, we're one system. Yes. And a lot of people don't realize that, yes. that you know, we're not fragmented. So when you're in a good mental health state, that's when you're making clear decisions. Right. And when you're making clear decisions, and especially around your finances, and you're doing it in a way that's objective, but not emotional, that's when you're going to make your best decisions. That's, that is excellent advice again, Terry. Um, And I feel that the clearer somebody is, if they have clarity over their financial situation, they're more likely to attract what they need. Absolutely. Because I call it the three C's. When you have clarity then you have certainty that you can create what you need and it gives you the confidence to take the right steps. I love that, listeners. Clarity, certainty, and confidence around money. My guest today has been Terry Nicholas, Certified Financial Planner and Certified Money Coach. And if you like what you heard with Terry, please contact her. Contact her and find out more. Her email is tnicholas at wealthcoachforwomen.net. Her website is wealthcoachforwomen.net. And don't forget to get the freebie ebook, Your Money and Life Playbook. Wealthcoachforwomen.net, the Money Life Playbook. I'll have this all listed in the show notes. So I want to thank Terry for being my guest today. Hey, listeners, I just want to remind you that Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine is also a radio show on WATD 95.9 FM in the Boston market, but streaming live on your computer or phone at 959WATD.com Monday nights at 8. The beauty of that radio show, I can interact with you. Call in and get a mini reading to 781-837-4900 on Monday nights at 8 p.m. East Coast time, 959-WATD.com. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. This is your host of Cosmic Scene, Jill Jardine, sending you all abundance and wealth vibrations through the quantum field. 